peace and blessings. This is your girl, Queen E. Kayip, in the building with AUN underscore radio. You're listening here at Anchor, which is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it is 100% free, and it is ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with the great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. And in fact, that's what I'm doing right now. So when you join Anchor, join in with me, AUN underscore radio. Peace and love. All right, Valentine's Day is coming up. We want to make sure we get our man some things that really matter. You know, we want to make sure that we're showing that love in all different levels. You can't go wrong with six different fragrances that is special for the man down below. Now, I have a code where you can get 15% off of all things that are online for Ballsy product. If you type in V, yay, 15. That's V as in Victor, Y, A, Y, 1, 5. 2121 Vision. Brought to you live. People of the grand, you know what I'm saying? I got a lot of shit I gotta get off my chest, but I gotta keep it off so I can be my best. You feel me? Evident, this is heaven sent, oh so relevant Elephants stampede in the garden, did you feel the shift? Hollow tips, look beyond the ribs, pissing through the gifts If you let it in, devil knock again, clocking in This is medicine, heavy sedative, setting in Love is relative to every relative, I'm relatively disaware and it's relatable You can turn off the lights But there's no escaping truth And there's no escaping who You were meant to be No mystery This is your history Know what you meant to me A gift to me Found power mentally In the vicinity of pictures We could paint so vividly Into the memory of imagery Equipping me With everything I need Equipping me with Everything I need I had to envision it So I could have it It ain't really magic the way it happened, said I had to envision it so I could have it. It ain't really magic, just the way it happened, said I had to envision it so I could have it. It ain't really magic, just the way it happened, said I had to envision it so I could have it. It ain't really magic. Why all this fear coming after my shadow? I'm just trying to be a light so the people around me can have a new scope, have a new view, have a little hope. Cause it's no love in the streets around here. No one wonder hug, but they broadcast tears. Everybody think they got it. I ain't got it over here. I ain't fronting for you niggas. I'm just trying to see the year, man. Cause I'm just trying to see the year Evolving for the culture Gotta live beyond the fear Have a good time, good vibe Fuck a high tide Floating on the current Cause the present I reside The motion of the ocean Be the love I provide And if you got a problem Put yourself to decide Learning how to swim Expect to sink sometimes And when you win it You'll win it There's no damn time So kick, push, love, yours Never stop, open doors Keys I got the keys, got the keys for your needs Say what you need, what you need, yeah Oh, nah, nah, nah This, that music, that new shit, the vision I bring You gotta open your mind Had to envision to have it, not magic, just me My mind doesn't control me My mind doesn't control me
you got two options You either pick your poison or pick your power It's really your world, manifest your desires I've been a witness to how to spiral into the fire And take a walk on a trip I thought I couldn't get out of I was down, so down I thought I couldn't get down of Problems piling up, mo It was only a matter for the tone Pitch cracks and universe to a shatter But what does one do when they just can't see way out of the dark This situation seems to embark on the journey for the struggle Yesterday and tomorrow Drop stars into collisions Then you build bars that you made for your goddamn self I be lying if I ain't tell you that there was a way To liberate yourself by what you think and you say I mean, if you truly believe that you want brighter days Then envision realities and live your dreams every day I had to envision it so I could have it It ain't really magic, just the way it happened Said I had to envision it so I could have it It ain't really magic, just the way it happened Said I had to envision it so I could have it It ain't really magic, just the way it happened Said I had to envision it so I could have it It ain't really magic Every moment that I'm breathing, yeah, I choose to be alive. Had a dream that I died. Now every moment that I'm living, yeah, I choose to be inspired. Had a dream that I died. So I choose to be alive. Dream that I died. Every moment that I'm living, yeah, I choose to be inspired. All right, hey, what's up, y'all? This is your host, Clean Kaid. Um, I'm gonna formally introduce myself. Y'all know me as Crystal Tucker, and um, you know, here at AUN underscore Radio, y'all know me as E Kaid. We gonna get into the transparency to get to know me from blindness to my art. Um. Just a little bit of background history about myself. Um, you know what I'm saying? I was raised in Washington State, Tacoma. Um, but I lived here in Kansas City, Kansas most of my life. So, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just, just where the family is. So, it's a lot of history that I learned over the years about this great state of Kansas City, Kansas. Alright, so anyways, I'll bring it up to that. For the most part, I stay with my grandparents um, on both sides of the family, but for the most part, I'm the only child. Um, towards my high school years, I think that's where, you know what I'm saying, I was mostly with my mother and, you know, got in that crowd where, you know what I'm saying, start liking people, you know what I'm saying, or people start liking you, I didn't really get into the people that was my age, I don't know why, you know what I'm saying, I guess I felt like I was more mature in a way, you know what I'm saying, than some people that I grew up with in my age group, so I kind of looked at people that was a lot older, you know what I'm saying, anyways, (laughs) We gonna get into it now, like, you know, with the different choices that we make, you know what I'm saying, growing up, we gotta live with those things, so I learned to live with my choices that I I made at an early age, you know what I'm saying, so I had my daughter, 
um, at 17 and made my own decision that I was going to move out and, you know, go ahead and take care of my business. Now, I wasn't forced to leave, of course, you know, having that wonderful support with my mom and everything like that, but I just still wanted to do it myself. And anyways, you know, I wish that I would have took that time so that I could fully still develop. I'm still a, you know, teenager, you know what I'm saying? We don't know everything, but I still did it. And um, it just basically trinkled down to the point where I was just doing too much on my own. It wasn't that I had support from, you know what I'm saying, the baby father. I was really doing all that stuff myself. What was I trying to prove? <laughs> what I'm thinking about right now. Anyways, so I'm working full-time, going to school full-time after I graduated from high school. And I'm, you know, taking care of my baby full-time as well. And I say that, you know, I'm really proud. Being a strong black woman is the model because, you know what I'm saying, that's all I've been raised by, especially on the my mother's side of the family was nothing but women in the family. So what else can I be? Nothing but a great woman. Anyways. So let's say basically when it came to me moving, moving real far away now. I'm going to school all the way to St. Joseph, Missouri. That's about an hour, hour and a half away from Kansas City, Kansas. And, you know, I just didn't want to stay by myself. I just basically, you know what I'm saying, drug whoever was going to be with me so I wouldn't be there by myself, which wasn't a good idea, you know. I should have just basically stuck out and did that thing, you know what I'm saying. I probably would have graduated high school had I been focused on my own self instead of focusing on somebody else that didn't even know how to grind for their own stuff, you know what I'm saying. Not trying to let them know that they the greatest and, and my focus was off. I'll tell you that much. I lost my eyesight. It came on me like as I'm waking up and thinking something is in my eye, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it happened gradually, but it was because of all the poor choices I was making after I had my daughter, you know, constantly eating two of everything, three of anything, doing what I want to do. I'm young, and I'm like, shit, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And the weight, all that stuff, you know what I'm saying? Eventually, I was admitted into the hospital a little bit before I moved into St. Joseph, Missouri. I was diagnosed with diabetes, type 2. It was uncontrolled. It was a hot mess. Like, I was there for, like, a whole week or two in the hospital, you know. And, um, you know, it just basically seemed like it just trickled down, you know what I'm saying. Being in a bad relationship that isn't helpful and the stressors of doing it by myself, even when I have a male figure in the household, you know what I'm saying. That just did a lot. I ain't just thinking about it now. It's like, damn, what was I thinking? You know what I'm saying? So, uh, anyways, it just slowed my whole process and my whole growth process down. Came to the point where I started losing my eyesight. It got real bad. Moved back down to Kansas City, Kansas. A little closer to family. 
but I still was on my own, doing my own thing. And I'm going through the whole process back and forth with surgery. Now, I'll tell you, losing my eyesight was a blessing at that period of time. Because in St. Joseph, Missouri, right after I left, it was a great flood out in that area. Like, everything. The casino I used to go to, that mug had two stories. It was it was flooded all the way to the second floor. Man, God is good. Now, let's go ahead and get into it now. My daughter was about four, I want to say three, four years old, somewhere around that. And, um... I just remember just taking a canvas and just being able to paint with her with some watercolors and realize that I could see, you know what I'm saying, through the whole process before all the surgery. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was a great thing because everything else I couldn't do that I learned when I was back in school, like sketching and drawing and stuff like that in ninth grade. They taught you how to do the little simple stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I've always been somewhere talented, utilizing other things from when I stayed at my grandma's house on my dad's side of the family, when my dad stayed there with us, you know. But painting, you know, I didn't didn't think I could do that, you know what I'm saying? So I wasn't always painting. I wanted to let y'all know that. Now, let's go back into, like, way back in kindergarten, the last time I painted. And they telling me, hey, this is how you make a lion. You're going through the whole steps. I'm like, I got you. When I go to painting it, it looked like a flower. I was discouraged. I wasn't about to keep painting, you know? So, I didn't think that was something that I was good at. I stopped but when I lost my eyesight and realized that I couldn't sketch and draw and write and do the little things that I used to do, I realized that let's just go ahead and just have fun, you know, and found out that I was really good at it. got a lot of compliments about the paintings that I made, little silhouettes, you know what I'm saying, and then started building my niche along the way during my recovery, um, each surgery and stuff like that, and just constantly had something to do in the downtimes because I wasn't working anymore, applied for Social Security disability, you know what I'm saying? That was a whole nother level there, and um, was able to build. I was going through that depression stage, when it had to do with diabetes and coping and accepting that I was a diabetic. I so badly wanted to be like everybody else and didn't know that it was the eating habits and the wrong choices that I was deciding to do, you know what I'm saying, at a young age thinking that it wasn't going to be me, you know, that had to deal with those things, knowing that it was strong on my dad's side of the family. Now, pain became a leeway for me. I started to paint more. I had more interest in the expression of the body language. And I would just paint. No matter what time of the day, if I felt it, I'd do it. I had some 
wonderful apartments that I stayed in that gave me great lighting and great space to do so. And, you know, the person I was with was very encouraging to me, you know, helped me. He was my eyesight. My daughter was my eyesight. They encouraged me. And painting was something that I could do myself. So I was really grateful for that. Um, I believe, like, when I first started painting, I created the most wonderful pieces that, you know what I'm saying, I probably wouldn't be able to mimic this day because it was so authentic and strong. I'm really grateful, though, because a lot of people were able to um, say what my painting was about after I even named it, you know what I'm saying? And it was amazing because then I was able to confirm to them what it was called, you know what I'm saying? And that's when I guess you know you're a good artist, when people are able to read the emotion that you have put into your artwork and you are able to confirm it, you know what I'm saying? And or see where you're able to grow in the whole process of creating and then was able to you know what I'm saying expand and going into art galleries and different things like that you know what I'm saying and encouraging people within the mental institute you know going through the depression of my my health you know what I'm saying it also was a mental issue as well for me being able to cope in my daily life, seeking um, assistance with stuff that I didn't learn, you know what I'm saying? Because I didn't even give myself enough time to learn that in the home where I was raised, you know what I mean? Especially with the different things that I had to go through at an early age. hadn't even spoke on those issues, you know what I'm saying? So learning how to cope with the system teaching you what is and what's actually real in your family and trying to blend the two, you know what I'm saying, as being a, a young adult and doing my own thing at the same time. So I just, you know, I was just grateful that I was able to be a person to reach out to other people and inspire them with the art that I was doing that was healing me inside out. I got most of my artwork. I know I lost a lot of my art pieces through some of the scenarios that happened um, during the earlier stages of me with my eye recovery. Had a house um, apartment fire, you know, that was devastating within itself, you know what I'm saying, but was grateful for those who pulled through and supported me through in that process where I felt like I wasn't alone, and I can only imagine someone who don't have that support and nothing coming in and nowhere to go. I was still grateful that I was able to create because it saved me. I promise you it did. A lot of different things in my life, I feel like it could have been a whole lot worse than what it, what happened. 
but yet I was blessed on the whole process, so it's nothing to complain about. Now, losing my eyesight, man, that was something where it was like, it still showed my strength, like, nothing really stopped me. I think half of the time I was still driving, which I shouldn't have been, like, shame on me on that part, um... My mom said something to me. She was like, you know, you lose one of your senses, your other senses become stronger. I was bullheaded. And I was like, you're not me. You don't know. But she was real about what she said. And even sitting here right now and being able to explain it, it's like, yeah, it's so real because, you know, my spirit is so strong was protective over me throughout all the days of my life you know what I'm saying that allowed me to even be here to this day like I remember my boyfriend putting on a movie and I wouldn't physically be able to see it I would close my eyes and I would face my back towards the tv And as if I was watching it in relaxation, when I gave my eyesight back and it came back on, I was like, I remember this. You know what I'm saying? Like, certain things like that I share with some people and they were like, dang. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just don't know. Like, can a blind man really see? You know? Now, on a side note, what does a blind man really look like? You know, when you're used to me being able to see, you know, you have family get-togethers, you know what I'm saying? And the first thing you do when you get to a family get-together, you got to greet people. You got to say, hey, you got to say hi. You got to give people hugs, you know what I'm saying? Man, my own grandpa got mad because I didn't go over there and say hi to him. And I had to tell him I couldn't see him. You know what I'm saying? And break it down to people who can't tell you can't see. I don't have a, a stick. I don't have none of those things. And being able to rely on the people that's around me to support me at that moment and my stage of my life. You know? And uh, the only thing like I tell people, you know what I'm saying? And I say it again, it's really like looking underwater, you know what I'm saying, like, you can see that there's something there, but you can't really identify what it is, and you gotta use your common sense to kind of picture what it could be, you know what I'm saying, but there's color, and that's one thing that I'm grateful that God allowed me to see outside of color, you know, to see color, but not, you know what I'm saying, everything, I, I wasn't completely blind, like, where it was just darkness, I would say that he still preserved the light for me to be able to see color, and that was the blessing in disguise, you know, and, um, and this other time, I had to watch the kids, at a amusement park. 
man, if they walk four steps away from me, I can see them no more. And they was, like, really young, you know what I'm saying? Between five and six was my little brother and my daughter. They were young, you know what I'm saying? And you know how we are sometimes, afraid of heights and all different kind of things, you know what I'm saying? And I was brave. Like, I didn't let that stuff stop me. Like, I was like, I'm going to close my eyes anyway if I go down a roller coaster or a water slide i might as well go ahead and go you know what i'm saying so sharing these stories with people you know has allowed me to know i can do anything like it's really just a mindset game but i gotta be real with health matters it's a lot of people that do what they want to do and think that they're not going to get any consequences behind their actions just because they don't necessarily have diabetes. You know what I'm saying? But it could be big as I don't know what. Or, you know what I'm saying? And their family has strong history of, you know, hypertension and all different other kinds of stuff, you know what I'm saying, like, it really starts with the actions that we take, you know, and at that time, I was really reaching oh, past 300 pounds, like, I'm nowhere near that now, like, it took a long time for me to get where I'm at right now, like, I can't see myself going all the way back to where I was, like, double chin, like, big, you know what I'm saying, like, I was still a little cutie, but I wasn't little. I'm telling you that much. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, it took little things each step of the way for me to get where I'm at. And it helped. But if I stood to, you know what I'm saying, uh, self-control, I felt like I would have been able to you know, enjoy life a whole lot more. I would have been able to enjoy my daughter growing up a whole lot more. I would have been able to be healthier, you know what I'm saying, and, and do a lot more things for myself if I was in that mindset, you know, I, I was still trying to do for other people, you know, instead of just focusing on me and my daughter. Like, I can't focus on someone else that's not ready for a relationship they are not ready even for their own life you know what i'm saying i had to learn that the hard way you know you can't change nobody you can't make nobody do nothing but you gotta make sure that you constantly doing for yourself like maybe this is just that wake up for me to really recognize all the different things that i had to go through but i had to go through those hard things just to get to beautiful art that you see on my page in my network you know so the transparency that i'm really trying to allow you guys to know more about me it's not for you to feel sorry for me and nothing like that it's just that i see where some people get their passion of art through other artists you know they have favorite artists that they can look up to and be like, man, I just want to do this. Like, I, I didn't have that. It was more of an outlet for me. And during the process of me going to um, 
mental health, you know, and they had art galleries and different stuff like that, like that allowed me to keep going with what I was doing, which was great because it opened me up to people who did Hallmark cards and introduced me to Vincent Van Gogh. And when I saw his art, hold up, like, I was like, that's my artwork, like, (laughs) you know, and to be um, known to be just as great, you know what I'm saying? And looking in his history, he basically had eyesight issues too, you know, and also wanting to be known while he was allowed for his art. So much to the point that he decided to cut off his own ear. Like, I mean, what kind of, that's depression, ain't that the same thing? Like, I don't even know if the <laughs> mental institute was considered, you know what I'm saying, okay to reach out and say, hey, I'm not doing well, you know, can you please help me? And, you know, I, I'm doing this great art. But nobody's seeing me, you know what I'm saying? I got to do something very dramatic, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't say that I I want to cut off my ears or nothing like that. Like, I already had to deal with my eyesight issues, first of all. I'm not, I love music so much that I don't want to do any of that, you know. But um, I think, like... Any artist could relate to Vincent Van Gogh when it comes to, hey, look at me. Look at what I'm doing. Like, maybe nobody in this family can understand why he loves art so much and why can't you support me with what I'm doing. Like, I can only imagine, right? But now talking about what it is I do here at Art Unity Network, like, I've always wanted to have own art galleries, you know, of my artwork and not just my artwork it was to be able to showcase other great talent just as well as my own um anything that will allow creativity to work in the community i just started to fall in love with you know more history about kansas city kansas understanding that where i live is considered the underground railroad and we had a lot of heritage, a lot of history. Um, got to see some of the ruins after um, I graduated from high school, which, you know, I feel like if a lot of people knew more about their history, they probably wouldn't do so much gang violence. Um, I started seeing that we had every opportunity to learn more about ourselves that we wouldn't harm one another. Um, and then became real strong in political issues and pertaining to the urban community. And some things that if we are unable to know more about ourselves, how can we do better? So I started to change my mindset on a lot of things and started focusing on community support and that's where I came up with, you know, Art Unity Network was bringing in a lot of resources all together in one atmosphere and being able to open up all of the senses of art. 
so that we would be able to be inspired and create. And I'm constantly working on that goal till this day, which I'm really excited because it's continuously unfolding, even though I was saving that money so that I could be able to get a building that would allow us to have a space to be able to create in all different types of ways. And also looking at the dynamics of our community and, you know what I'm saying, just the way that it is right now, people didn't have that mindset to support you because they were always, they were always wanting to take. They were always wanting to destroy. They was always wanting to hate. It's a mindset that we have to create differently for us to even support one another, which is real sad. So collecting um, collecting ideals and information within social media was ma- really major in 2015. Um, a lot of people seemed like they were on the same page with a lot. Um, you know, Facebook was major with meeting and networking with different people. Um, it seemed like we were all really, you know, friending strangers. You know what I'm saying? Just because we were in need of learning more and becoming better people. Um, So it just really encouraged me to do things that enhance our talents that we already had versus complaining about what we didn't have. And that's where our Unity Network came into play. So, you know, I support entrepreneurship. I do support artists. I think of the art of unity is the way of networking and bringing those things together. I'm going to always say, like, this is what encourages me on a daily basis. See, I'm no longer on disability. I've been working for the past two going on three years. This is my third year of working. And it has had its struggles, but I also learned the balance between taking care of myself and the balance of making sure that, you know, my bills get paid, everything else gets taken care of. If I'm well, then everything else will file into play. And you can't do it any other type of way. Um, I want to thank you all so much for allowing me this time to express myself because it's only get it's only getting better with me being able to be more outspoken with my life and how it has encouraged me during the process of me losing my eyesight that I gained so much more. Um, And I'm really grateful for my parents who allowed certain things to happen in my life, whether they wanted to or not. Um, It still enhanced me to be a wonderful person to, you know what I'm saying, be there for somebody else that might have been through something similar and I think that's what we're all here for is to experience and to keep moving forward and uh, you know in hopes that 
no one has to go through the same scenarios in order to learn um, what and what not to do. Um, so, your support really matters. Um, going to Art Unity Network on Facebook, um, liking the page and sharing with your friends and family is um, appreciative, as well as joining the build. It is there for you. A lot of people don't think that their talents mean anything. A lot of people think that they're just hobbies. Matter of fact, it's universal, and that's why we're all here together. It's to experience and to give people the flowers while they're alive. We have all this hidden talent, and sometimes nobody even knows about it. And we just need that special person to bring it out of us. Hopefully you found that person to bring it out of you, basically, you know. Um, as I continue to meet new people and encourage other personal um, groups of um, the importance of finding it what it is that you love to do and continuously doing it so that you can master who you truly are. We're going to get back into wonderful music here at Art Unity Network. I'm going to go ahead and send a shout out to teespring.com. Y'all can support my artwork. I love Crystal Tucker artwork. I have a clothing line. Y'all can get y'all t-shirts, tank tops, go under your jackets, and you can get your hoodies. I have pillows, all different kind of accessories for your iPhones, everything. Um, I thank you again for all of your love and support. We're going to continue to build. You know I support different businesses, different music, whatever. You know, um, there's different things that we need. We need to know our resources. And the more that I get to know you, the more that we're able to bring these businesses back in our communities. This is one thing that, that we focus on here on the platform is knowing what our resources are so we can continue to build. I hope you enjoyed my segment here, Transparency Between Art and Me. Um, If it has inspired you, make sure you comment down below. Share your story. And if you like any advertisement or support in your community or you got any events going on, go ahead and hit me up. Send mp3aun at gmail.com. Again, this is your host, Crystal Tucker, a.k.a. Queen E. Kaip in the building. Peace and love. Hey, everybody. Let's go ahead and invest in some men products, okay? Um, like, I really enjoy that we are able to give gifts to our men nowadays. Um, there's some things that we could possibly buy for this Valentine's Day. Let's keep this in mind. So we got some Manscaped Perfect Package. Yes, by Bossy. 
make sure you show love and support. We're going to go ahead and get into more wonderful music here on the build. Silly, won't it? Who they think I am when they see me? They swear in the God I'm on TV. They swear in the God that they know that it's me. I don't get caught up in drama. Can't spend no time in my feelings. Boy, ain't no money there. I'm trying to flash like a millionaire. BBS diamonds and Cardi, yeah. I'm trying to throw me a party there. My wife asked that I invite Cardi there. Looking at me like I started well. Now how in the hell did you make it here? I see you with all that you're making here. I promise y'all that I don't dread a thing. Made me a fortune from all my misfortune. That was the prettiest hunk of change that I ever sang. Now my face is in the magazine. Maybe baby girl was born with it. But Joe Chick needs some Maybelline. See what I see. Impossible, dividing the obstacles. I'm straight. You gotta be kidding me. You don't deserve anything that I got on my plate. I'll outwork anybody. It's nothing to me. If y'all so content with your lives, how you gonna see what I see? I done had keys to the beamer. Had people call me a dreamer. All cause I went with my dream. I was told I could be anything. So I'ma be anything. Top five on the Forbes list. A whole nother magazine. And every time my wife is in the pit. She look like a beauty queen You know that's the view from the top How you gon' know that when you not? All y'all be talking is hot I stuck my name in my plot I'm coming for mine It's like you ain't got no eye You can't look a man in his eyes I guess you ain't one of my kind See what I see 